While many Americans have been predictably unnerved by elevated fuel prices, in many other parts of the world, the surge in fuel costs has been even more dramatic. Moreover, as indicated by writer Patricia Cohen, the attendant misery has been far more acute. As reported by the New York Times, in Nigeria, stylists use light emanating from their cell phones to cut hair because they can't find affordable fuel for gasoline-powered generators. In Britain, it has been costing the equivalent of $125 to fill the tank of an average family-sized car. Hungary is prohibiting motorists from buying more than 50 liters of gas a day at most service stations, equivalent to a bit more than 13 gallons. But this is more than just about running businesses or driving around. High energy prices produce cascading effects, compelling central banks to hike interest rates and crimp economic growth. Much of the recent chaos can be attributed to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia is the largest exporter of oil and gas to global markets. Retaliatory actions that follow the onset of war have resulted in gas and oil prices rising with astonishing pace. In response, the World Bank revised its global growth forecast last month. The global economy is expected to expand 2.9% this year, or about half of what it was last year. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Neil Boudet, the auto industry is facing worrying signs regarding its near-term future, including rising interest rates and risks of recession. The biggest problem, however, continues to be the industry's inability to produce enough vehicles. General Motors recently announced that its U.S. deliveries of new vehicles during the second quarter declined 15% from a year earlier. Toyota Motor reports that its second quarter sales in the U.S. declined 23%. The leading obstacle continues to be an inability to procure enough computer chips to finish vehicles. For automakers, this is especially frustrating since for now, consumers remain eager to buy. Manufacturers are selling virtually every car or truck they produce and have observed no sign that inventory is building up on dealer lots even as vehicle prices climb to record highs. GM factories are holding on to 95,000 vehicles that have been manufactured but still lack certain electric components that are in short supply because of the ongoing computer chip shortage. Some companies have simply decided to forego certain features. Honda has shipped vehicles without advanced parking sensors, and Volkswagen has produced models that lack blind spot monitors that would typically be included. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. You may have noticed on your trips to various American cities, whether on the West Coast or elsewhere, that homelessness has become increasingly pervasive. A recent Washington Post article points out that rising housing costs, combined with persistent inflation for basics such as gasoline and food, have left more Americans newly homeless and millions more worried that they'll soon lose their residences. Homeless shelters around the nation are reporting sudden increases in numbers of people searching for help as they struggle to pay for essentials. In certain instances, wait lists have doubled or tripled in just a few months. As with many things, the growing crisis has much to do with awful timing. Inflation has reached 40-year highs, just as many vulnerable families are readjusting to life without a boost from government stimulus or protections to keep them from being evicted. Growing divisions between haves and have-nots are increasingly apparent. Soaring home prices have positioned many existing homeowners to experience ballooning wealth. 
rapidly rising rents are helping increase the incomes of many landlords. There is limited national data regarding how many people are unhoused. The National Alliance to End Homelessness estimated the number at nearly 600,000 as the pandemic unfolded. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Today's morning economic report may seem a bit political, but it is rooted in data. A recent Wall Street Journal article authored by Josh Mitchell points out that states that lean Republican have generally outperformed those that lean Democratic during the pandemic period. Since February of 2020, the month before the pandemic reshaped the U.S. economy, states that lean Republican have added 341,000 jobs. Meanwhile, in states that lean Democratic, as of May, one point. 3 million jobs have been lost over the course of the pandemic. On top of that, several major companies have announced that they are shifting their headquarters from Democratic-leaning to Republican-leaning states. For instance, the massive hedge fund Citadel recently announced that it would move its headquarters from Chicago to Miami. The global manufacturer Caterpillar intends to move from Illinois to Texas. There is more. Moody's Analytics developed an index comprised of 13 metrics to monitor each state's progress toward normalcy since the pandemic commenced. Among the metrics are the value of goods and services produced, employment, retail sales, and new home listings. 11 of the 15 states with the highest readings through mid-June lean Republican, 8 of the bottom 10 lean Democratic. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Back in March and April of 2020, America was losing millions of jobs. A bit more than two years later, the nation has more than fully recovered its private sector employment. The U.S. is now home to 140,000 more private jobs than when the pandemic began undoing the economy. America has yet to recover in terms of total employment, however. That's because government employment has lagged. The number of public sector jobs is down by 664,000 since pandemic onset, which means overall employment is still down by 524,000 jobs. Getting all the way back may not be so easy. As indicated by the New York Times, a recent wave of layoffs in technology and housing sectors has been making headlines. But beyond those headlines, there's still evidence of meaningful job growth. Employment in professional and business services is 880,000 above its February 2020 level, and the pace of hiring in that segment shows few signs of slowing. With America's large baby boomer population continuing to age, demand for healthcare workers continues to expand. That sector added 57,000 jobs in June. There was also a significant pickup in jobs at childcare centers last month. Leisure and hospitality businesses continue to benefit from summer travel, adding 67,000 jobs last month. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.